0: It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Bull and El Bandito. Welcome to the fiesta. Hey everybody, how you doing tonight? This is Charbo and with me as always is... El Bandito. And you're listening to the Power Hour of Love, only on Podunk Radio. How you doing tonight, El Bandito? Ooh, I'm doing great, senor. We have had a super exciting last couple of days, and I am ready to see what the week ahead
1: has to bring. Oh,
0: you know it, man. It's always great when it's that Thursday night right before the weekend, because you know you only have like, well, for most people, you know you only have like, you know, one more day to work. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, then you get to party. Yeah, no one really does shit on Friday. You just dial it in, you know. Exactly, exactly. Kind <laughs> of
1: half-ass work. That's why they told us. They said you should do your show on Friday night, and we're like, no, we would just like you know not give
0: a shit. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, you know. And, and it's also everybody else is out having a good time. So mm-hmm. it's like not to say people shouldn't listen to Podunk Radio on Friday nights because you absolutely sure. should.
1: But we understand that you're out at all the exciting shows and things that you heard about in the
0: events here at the Power Hour of Love. Absolutely, man. But, you know, we should tell our listeners about a very special service that's out there. That even if they do miss a show on a Friday or a Thursday, like we said, we want you guys to be tuning in on Thursday nights and listening to us. But just in case, you know, life gets busy, there is a service out there where you can catch up on missed episodes. Absolutely. And that's uh, known as uh, McPatch's Media Podbean. Podbean's a service where you can up. Load uh, tons of uh, podcasts and radio shows and just all kinds of fun stuff, and it's actually all you know dated, and uh, you know so you can search by date or month. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, you miss something back in October, and you're like, you know, I really they keep talking about this Halloween show. Let's check that out. You can go back to October and listen to it. So yeah, it's it's all on demand. It's all free. So you know, at any time you can download uh, the Podbean app onto your phone. Take it with you. You know, just lots of good listening. Yeah, it has
1: the whole library of the Power Hour of Love. Yep. And it also has several other shows, including... Um,
0: Underground Horror Radio. And the... Caffeinated Podcast. You know, El Bandito. There, Like you said, this has been an awesome week. But we also received some, uh, some great news from the powers up above concerning Podbean, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We got some good news and we're super excited to share it with all of you beautiful peoples. Yes, it's been announced, after all the 2006 numbers have trickled in, that The Power Hour of Love is the number one most downloaded show on McPatch's Media Podbean for 2016. So, we want to definitely take this opportunity to thank all of you, the fans, Mm -hmm. for not only just tuning in on Thursday nights, but also... You know, downloading, you know, the show and 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 showing your friends and getting your friends to download it because without you guys, we definitely wouldn't be number one. Absolutely, you know, and it's nice because our show just goes out there over the
1: airwaves, and people who are tuning in will get to listen to it. But the record keeping that they're keeping on the Podbean is people actually seeking out the show. Clicking on it to download it and then listening to it. Now, it live streams from the Podbean. Yep. So you can click on it in the window there and just live stream it, you know, while you're at work, typing away, if yep. you're working on homeworks or whatever. Or you can download the whole episode, save it to your phone or your cloud or your backup and then, yep. you know, listen to it anywhere you want. So we really appreciate all the people who have sought us out to check out the show and to check out, you know, all the reviews we give of exciting events and all the news and promos and video game zones and all the oh, different yeah. things. Like we're so happy that you know, you guys are interested in the show and, you know, we 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 just want you to keep tuning in because this year especially and coming up on our anniversary show in a few weeks, we have some exciting, fun, engaging stuff for all of you beautiful people. So thank you so much.
0: Oh, yeah, man. You You, you, you took the words right out of my mouth, Al Bandito. Like, if people have been listening and liking what they've heard so far, like, wait, you know. Just wait. Like we've got a lot of cool stuff coming. And we're not just going to keep it contained to, you know, Florida and the United States. The 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 love of the power hours, I mean, we're spreading on a global scale here. So absolutely, we're gonna just get the power out everywhere. Absolutely. I started off as a little
1: bandito saying to himself that one day he wanted to make love to the whole world. And I will fulfill that dream through this podcast and through your ear holes. So <laughs>
0: absolutely. And so thank yes, you
1: for making little banditos dreams come true.
0: Definitely. El Bandito <laughs> sounds great, man. And once again, thanks to all of our listeners, you know, state bound and, you know, our, our, our listeners across the, you know, sea, you know, everybody, you know, just everybody. Thank you to everybody out there for, for listening in and, uh, and supporting us absolutely you guys are the best and just so you know you can always contact us at power hour of love at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want to ask a question or just you know hit us up about something to chat about we'll give you a call and put you on the air We would love to talk to all of you beautiful people out there. Our time may be
1: limited, but we will always make the time for any of you. So, yeah, feel free to hit us up, or you can shoot us a a message on our Facebook page. Absolutely. You can share us in a comment or something like that, you know, have someone else like our page. You can send us your questions about love advice and things like this. If you are having problems in some sort of relationship, Senor Charbol and myself, we have all of the experience necessary to handle (sighs) any. Uh, well qualified yes to Uh, to handle any love problems you may have we are experts in love we know everything
0: about love so feel (laughs) free to put us to the test we dare you absolutely and you know we do have our our segments such as podunk news and Mm -hmm. uh, the video game zone so hey if you guys get a news clip that you know we may have missed be sure to send it to us because we will definitely report it here through podunk news no story is too small or too big
1: Yeah, so if that's your Uncle Bob who was, like, you know, calling 911 after he only got five chicken nuggets in his (laughs) six-piece chicken nuggets Happy Meal, you know, you can call in and tell us all about it. Or if there's some new video game release coming out that you want us to review or play online ourselves, we will totally play it online. Or, you know, you always hear our exciting event segment that tell you everything that's going on around South Florida and Central Florida. If you have an event that you want people to show up to... Make sure to email us at, of love at gmail.com,
0: and we'll get your event read on the air. Absolutely, like we said, we're all about the love. Like we're not just you know one specific group or genre or anything. Like anything you mm-hmm. guys send to us, and we will share it. We're yeah. all about sharing the love here. Well, so. no,
1: unless it's like stupid, don't send us like stupid <laughs> events, you know? Because your birthday or something, we don't care. Yeah, that's true. Everyone was every, born. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs>
0: we we might show up just to have some cake. I mean, oh <laughs> yeah, if you're having cake,
1: or if it's like at a strip club or something. Yeah. <sighs>
0: <laughs> then you can let us know. We'll be yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Remember that one time they called you up and tried to set you up as like the Bachelorette uh, entertainment? Like you went to that one, right?
1: Oh, yeah, totally. No, you you know what I remember the best, though, is, is the time they paid one of the bouncers to come over and pretend that I had uh, not paid some... <laughs>
0: Wonderful young lady there, uh, yeah, that was fun. So. Oh man, I'm pretty sure that guy was abusing his power a little <laughs> bit there, but yeah, it was worth definitely plenty of laughs, you know. <laughs> hey, it's always a good time. So absolutely, Al Bandito. But yeah, we've got a great show lined up for this week. Like we mentioned earlier, we mm-hmm. got a, a whole big chunk of, of Podunk news. Yeah, there's a
1: lot going on in the world right now, oh, and boy, yeah. we're
0: we're gonna go through a ton of it today. Yeah, so. it's a big melting pot. I mean, <laughs> I know there's a lot of things going on this week that we're not even gonna dive into, but mm-hmm. like just the general news that's out there. Like, yeah, it it is it is steaming. But <laughs> also, we got a lot of great tunes that we're gonna be playing today. Plus, you know, like you said, uh, some awesome events that are coming up between now and the end of the month. So without further ado,
1: let's go ahead and jump into our first musical break of the night. We're looking at Psychostick with Danger Zone.
0: Danger Zone. Take the tires and light the fires. Do it. i That was Psycho Stick with Danger Zone.
1: <laughs> now I I don't know what changed in the world of music videos, but all of a sudden everyone has an awesome fucking music video nowadays. <laughs> I have to say that's great. I don't know if it's just, I think it's Adobe. You know they came out with that thing where you pay twenty bucks a month now. Sure, and you can sure. have like all the Adobe programs, and now people are making great videos. But, man, like, what a great concept for a video. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Archer on
0: FX. Sure, And uh, sure. you can see the obvious inspiration there. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. And like you were saying, like, you got to think, too, it's like they're no longer restricted by, like, the, the laws of MTV or cable broadcasting. You know, mm-hmm. these are put out on YouTube, so they're you know they they're, they're not restricted to like a censorship or something like that sure sure but
1: even still just the production quality of oh, these yeah. are awesome i mean you see the guys they're like in like really good looking flight suits and then they're in the actual <laughs> jets flying around oh yeah and dude i can't get over the part where the guy is like suiting up uh-huh. for his flight suit and he puts on another flight suit <laughs> over his flight suit because that's what he was wearing before he got into his flight suit yep. uh Man, that was cracking me up, though, but you, you constantly find those couple of songs that have a video that just tripped me up, man.
0: <laughs> well, that's great, man. Well, well, I'm, well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it, El Bandito, and uh, definitely Psycho Stick is a band to see live, too, you know? Just how, like, we always talk about groups like Green Jello and Guar and stuff, how they mm-hmm. put on such a great stage presence and show, like, same thing with Psycho Stick. As you saw, you know, they wear, like, kind of costume kind of things and have props and stuff, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, they're from uh, Arizona, you know. So oh, okay, they were down here last year in April. Remember, they were touring with Necrogoblicon and and Urizen. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. They 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 tend to come to Florida every so often. So next time they come around, we'll have to be sure to check them out.
1: Yeah, because that was a show I was really sad we missed because all three of those acts have amazing stage shows. <sighs> oh yeah. And I mean,
0: we're we're gonna have to get to 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 see each one of them now if they're not touring yes. together. So. Absolutely, man, and. One quick tidbit I was just reading earlier that I really wanted to share. Psychostick. last year, they started a crowdfunding thing so that they could build a studio. Okay. And they ended up making enough money where they were able to put together their studio. And uh, the song that we just heard was recorded in their studio. Oh, and, wow.
1: Yeah, so it, it's kind
0: of neat. Okay, see,
1: so look, yeah, that's where they're getting the money to make good videos. <laughs> we need to do that. We need to get do some crowdfunding. Some crowdfunding. Oh, yeah. There you
0: go. Yeah, maybe we need to, you know, we need to do the danger zone, uh power hour of love style. You we know? <laughs> <laughs> need to do the power hour of danger zone. <laughs> there you go, man. You know, we definitely have a couple zones here on the power hour that we like to enter every once in a while.
1: Would would you say they were zones of danger?
0: Uh they might be a little dangerous, especially with the news <laughs> that's been buzzing around this past week. But here we have Podunk News.
2: Podunk news.
1: Ooh, and like we said, we have a ton, a ton, a ton of news today. Oh, so yeah. we're going to just power through it all. I mean, we're here at the power hour. We got the
0: power, so let's do it. Absolutely, Al Bandito. You want me to take the lead on this one? Sure. Why don't you go first up? All right. Well, in the latest news of metal, and that's like in like heavy metal, not like, you know, steel and all that, we have. Uh, Dave Mustang of the band Megadeth. I know you've heard of them before, right, El Bandito?
1: I'm vaguely familiar with, yes, one of the most iconic rock bands of all time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's, they are definitely part of the big four, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to Metallica, Anthrax, um, Slayer, Slayer. And, and Megadeth, you know. Well, Dave Mustang of Megadeth used to be in Metallica, Mm -hmm. and when I say used to be, like we're talking like the early, early days, like back in like the early '80s before they even had a record. Okay, but the dude was like prone to like, you know, doing drugs and drinking all the time. Maybe I think he might have been more of an alcoholic than he was like on drugs. I'm sure you know. Back in those days, it kind of went you know hand in hand. So okay, (laughs) but yeah, so they they eventually they had him fly all the way to. New York city with them. And then they pretty much fired them and sent them home on a bus. <laughs> That's nice. So you can imagine that, you know, Dave Mustang has always had this animosity towards Metallica. Now, being that they've, you know, they're grown. Well, probably, they're, they're middle-aged men now, okay. <laughs> you know, you know, they, they've, they've put the past behind them mm-hmm. and they're, Quote unquote friends, you know. So, so he had left Metallica and started Megadeth, yes. Well, he was fired from Metallica. And oh, then gotcha. He, and then he, you know, a few years later, he said, You know what? You know, because then, of course, you know, Metallica okay. put out their first three albums, and it was mm-hmm. like, There's actually music on those first three Metallica albums that had songs that Mustang wrote. Wow. You know? Yeah. So they always credited him. Like That's good. On, on, you know, <laughs> Sounds but, like the yeah, least they could do. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know as far as the money went or whatever if he sure. got any money from. It. But either way, he ended up starting Megadeth and, you know, kind of did his own thing, which, okay. you know, like you said, very successful, you know, heavy metal band. Well, sure. <laughs> Dave Mustang lately has been ranting online and such. That uh, he believes that he deserves a Grammy <laughs> and okay. that he also deserves to be put into the Rock and Roll Hall of
1: Fame. Oh, he wants to be inducted into the Rock and Roll. Is yes. Megadeth
0: not? They are not. Oh, yet. okay. But Metallica both have won Grammys, multiple, mm-hmm. and they are they have been inducted into the Hard Rock Hall of Fame. Now, I guess when Metallica was inducted, they took the whole collection of former members that mm-hmm. had recorded on like their albums. And let them come to the ceremony. Okay. You know, so I guess Mustang was kind of waiting for his call. And when that never came, he was kind of like, what the... And I guess finally, like, the drummer Lars, he's always been a jerk, you know, started the whole thing against Napster and stuff. I guess he oh, okay. finally called him and was like, hey, you can come be in the audience. Oh. And I guess he was nice. like, yeah, you know, fuck you guys, <laughs> you know. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to come just sit in an audience when I help build this shit. So Yeah. You know, that's, you know, that's the whole article that, you know, or that's the whole subject of this news piece is that lately Dave Mustang has been kind of using social media and different, like, you know, metal news outlets to try to get people behind him to, I guess, I guess, receive his well-deserved Grammy and, you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but it's like. Yeah, you can't just bitch
1: your your way into one, you know. It's not like Leo DiCaprio was sitting at the end of every
0: movie going like, mmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, you know. And like I said, don't, you know, no, don't disrespect to Dave Mustang, but it's just like, yeah, I'm sure it's coming. Mm-hmm. You, know, he, you know, he's trying to say that you know the you know I don't know if it's the Academy or whoever the the, the group that controls the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee. Mm-hmm. He said that they're like afraid of him, which. Uh, I've seen some of the other acts that have been inducted.
1: <laughs> yeah, like why would they be afraid? Would he beat one of them up or yeah. something? You know, but that's kind of weird. But didn't Megadeth do the cover of uh, "Live and Let Die," the wing
0: song? No, that was actually Guns N' Roses. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Are you sure? Absolutely. I mean, unless they covered it too, but I'm pretty sure the one you're thinking of is is Guns N' Roses. Okay. Okay. I thought that was them. <laughs> you're like I'm going to look that up. I know. I'm going to look. Hold on. I'm going to look on the computer sure. right here. T- uh, I'm telling you, you're, you're like, well, maybe I don't know this band as much as I claim. No, you. you <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who always used
1: to tell me that? Who's that? Was uh, uh Senor Chucky Bucks? Oh, he told here. you that? He's oh. always he's always saying that that's that was Megadeth.
0: So. I, I'm really surprised because you know he is like a Megadeth aficionado, and yeah. Like, but I'm pretty sure they, uh, I'm pretty sure they've never covered that. But let's check it out. We're right now, folks. We're uh, pulling it up just to get some clarification here.
1: Yeah, that is all the money that, um, you know, we didn't crowdfund, but that I put into the studio to get a computer that works with like the shit in here. <laughs> so thank you,
0: nobody, for helping us out with that. Hey, well, you know, we, we might, like you said, we might just have to kick some of that up, Al Bandito. Yeah, we're going to do some crowdfunding of our own, I think, right? Sure, yeah. Well, like you said, we've got a lot of stuff to announce come the anniversary show, so we're going to keep it under wraps for right now.
1: What do what do they what do they would they call that a That's not a remake, but it's a Covered. cover. Cover. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Man, this keyboard is super loud, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Look at his Guns and Roses. That's like every single one that comes up there.
0: See. Oh man, um, we're
1: gonna get Chucky Bucks in here. We're gonna kick his ass for making me sound like an idiot
0: on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, Al Bandy. Like I said, you were misinformed, but um, yeah, yeah, from someone who's like Mr. Megadeth, you know. But you know, hey, you know, like I said, no disrespect to Dave Mustang, but sure. let's actually talk about some. Heavy metal that matters. You know, a few weeks ago we announced this that you know Mike Nine of I Hate God has been dealing with some real bad liver problems for like the last two years, and mm-hmm. it's come to light that he's going to need a liver transplant. Which, I mean, without even having to look that up, we know that that's boatloads of money.
1: Oh, absolutely! You know? It's not cheap. All the medical stuff, you know.
0: Absolutely, man. And you know, and even though these bands, these are guys who tour all the time, and you know, they're rock stars like yeah, it's probably even outside stuff that he can afford. So mm-hmm. speaking of crowdfunding, <laughs> once again, <laughs> this seems to be going success, well, at least you know, pushing to success for everybody else. But yeah, he's mm-hmm. uh, opened up a crowdfunding through you Caring, which focuses on issues such as this. And you know, I know we've at the Power hour of Love, we've donated, you know, to uh, yes, to absolutely Mike because
1: you caring is a is a great site, you know that it it has minimal, if any fees. For hosting on their site, because you know, a lot of the crowdfunding things will take a percentage of whatever it is you make. And the You the Caring has been very popular amongst people who are battling illnesses and trying to find ways to fund money for their own health and out of the kindness of people's hearts. So, U Caring has been awesome enough to put together this website where they're not really just out to make money for themselves, but oh, yeah. to help people connect with other people who
0: just want to help people. And definitely, and when you're speaking to help people, also. Some of the guys in the band Superjoint and Crowbar and many more are actually putting together this huge benefit show for Mike Nine in New Orleans, and that's going to be taking place in February.
1: Well, wow, that's really amazing that they're putting on a great big benefit show and, you know, trying to help out and show some support and show some love. And we're all about the love here on the Power Hour. So as more details come out in the next few weeks, we'll keep you posted. And for those of you in the New Orleans area or who'd like to make the trip out there, you know, from Florida, it's not terribly, terribly far. Sure. Uh, We'll we'll get you the info as it comes out. And you can check out Superjoint, Crowbar, all the other exciting bands that are there. And you can help support and show some love for Mike Nine.
0: Absolutely, man. And, hey... You know, the uh, the big band news just keeps on coming, man.
1: Oh, does it? Okay, yeah. what what else have you got coming down the pipe for the big
0: bands? Well, it turns out that Tool, the Wu-Tang Clan, and Cage the Elephant, and many more, will actually be performing at the New York City Governor's Ball in <laughs> June. And I think that's kind of almost a, a show of the times. yeah. You know what I mean? When the governor of New York wants those musical acts to perform, <laughs> like I mean, I it, it, to me it was just like I don't know if the guy's the same age as us or if it, it's like that's who I'd want to play at my at my ball, you know? <laughs> no doubt. Okay, so it looks like Andrew Cuomo is
1: the current governor of New York. Okay, and um, he does not at all look like a Wu Tang fan. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's if, if anyone wants to Google him, uh, he he's a Democrat though. I guess they're kind of okay, more yeah. liberal, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they're more more progressive. Yeah, okay. there you go, progressive. That's what I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe it's his daughters or someone who likes like you know, tool, but Hey, you know. Either way, regardless of you know who likes them or not, you know. Hey, you know that's that's cool. Yeah, big, playing, uh <laughs> big ups to the governor of New York for being like fuck it, get them
1: in here, man. (laughs) It's just the jam,
0: you know? He's probably like, what tools? I like using tools. I know. (laughs) I wonder if
1: Wu-Tang asked him if they could play, and he was like, I hear they're not nothing to fuck with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a good one, El Bandito. (laughs) Well, I know earlier this year we uh, Mm -hmm. spoke a little bit about the new Star Wars movie that came out uh, last month. But I know you were telling me that you had some news since then about a few things that we are questioning.
1: Yeah, I remember when we walked out of the theater. Okay, here's your spoiler alert, anybody who still hasn't (laughs) seen Rogue One. (laughs) What are you doing? Yeah, I'm definitely going to spoil some of the things from the movies. I don't know if it's a big surprise. If you want to go in fresh, then fuck off. But uh, otherwise, I mean, come back, though. Yeah, like five-minute break. (laughs) (laughs) But so one of the big questions we had when we went to see Rogue One was upon leaving the theater... um, you know, when they first show Vader in the uh-huh. film, uh-huh. he is in his Baka tank. Baka, you know, yep, yeah. Yep. Most most people, you know, who are super fans realize that's what that's called. b w a k a right? The Baca yep. tank. Yep. And this kind of revitalizes him and stuff like this. And he's outside of his suit, you know, and it's this big red liquid and all this stuff. Yep. But it is on that like uh I can't think of the name now, but uh, the Mustafar? Yes, the volcano world where he battled Obi-Wan at the end of episode three,
0: right? Can we try not to talk about that one? (laughs) Uh, Dude, I was was two steps
1: ahead of you. I was just about to say, like, now we're not going to fucking talk at all about how stupid that shit was. (laughs) But just assuming that something happened to him where he was wounded on that planet, it seemed very unusual to us that that would be where he would return to set up his BACA tank. Sure. And to kind of like, that's where he would go. He he has to periodically go there. Hey, what's to, the hang out there? Yeah, recharge and clean your, <laughs> you know, stuff and, and everything. Yeah. And, you know, That just seemed like a poor choice. Like you'd have them build that on the Star Destroyer or something with you so you could take it with you. Why would you go back to that terrible place with such bad memories and everything? Okay. But what was really, really interesting about it was I found an article describing exactly what the producers were thinking when they decided to include that scene. Okay, what's up? Now, my initial thought on it, and what we discussed that day after we saw the, the movie, was that the technology that put Vader back together mm-hmm. was probably something proprietary from that planet. Oh, yes. And yeah, that's why they said, would have yeah, to return yeah, to yeah, it and everything yep. like that. And the idea was that the producers said... That his first Baka tank would have been built there, you know, of course, because he was right there. They just showed up. They put him in the thing to save his life right there, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, I guess not really save his life so he wasn't dead, but to start his surgery. Yeah, yeah, regeneration. Yeah. So, but his time spent in that tank, you know, just Uh stuck there, just looking out, just reliving that battle over and over while he's kind of semi conscious. Yeah. would be what really connects him with the dark side of the Force. Oh. That it is where he succumbed to it. So the producers felt that, what did you say the name of the planet was? Mustafa? Uh, 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 Mustafar. Mustafar, yes. That this was his gateway to the dark side. Oh. So whenever so he would go out in the universe and start feeling like, oh, sorry for people and things, he could go back to his B- a tank take his trip through there, reconnect with the hatred inside of him, and then go back out more powerful than ever, even with the Force as well.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty interesting. You know, you said that kind of like recharged him it was like mm-hmm. his like iphone charger for, for Vader <laughs> for yeah. evil <laughs> yeah yeah his evil iphone charger yeah nah. so not
1: only was it incorporating his regenerating his body and his electronics cleaning them and stuff like that and where they connect the cyborg type tissues mm-hmm. but it was also helping him focus and kind of rejuvenate his you know channeling of the dark side of the force so Man, i, I well, thought that was very clever you That know, that and,
0: is that is that's a cool way to swing it you know mm-hmm. and it's just like I want to know who's the guy that has to clean out, like, the inside of Vader's suit, like, when he climbs out. Because, you know, that shit's got to be nasty.
1: Oh, yeah. You, you know, it's probably a guy who just has to take it and put it in another thing of that red liquid. But you're right. It probably stinks like fuck, you know? Because what's he in there for
0: a few months or oh, something? Oh, you, know, you know it. You know it. Just so. breathing all the time, probably drooling into yeah, it. Yeah, and I I, I have to say,
1: it. like, I don't think it's James Earl Jones who does the, the breathing thing, huh? but that voice just sounds like just a gross, like disgusting person. Oh yeah. Just someone who's hot and clammy and sweaty and just uncomfortable. And I think that'd be enough enough to connect me with the dark side. (laughs) I definitely don't want to go anywhere near his suit, you know, if it's like off of him. Because those fumes are going to be wafting. But either way, Rogue One itself has been dominating the box offices in the week since. Yeah. And what's really interesting and what I thought was really cool was that it has crushed three new movies that have just opened out in the past few weeks, right? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, Martin Scorsese released this new movie called Silence. Okay. And you know Martin Scorsese really great. This is looking to be like his worst opening for a film ever. Oh, he's got to be pissed right now. Yeah, and they're saying like, oh man, he's going to be like really bummed and all that. But again, Rogue One is like pulling so much of the box office even now. Like, I think they're what? 10 weeks out almost yeah.
0: already. Well, I know it's definitely been over a month. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. yeah but they're...
1: then also, Ben Affleck has this new movie called Live by Night. Okay. You know, and, uh, or it might be Live by Night. I'm not sure. But, you know, it's some gangster movie or something that he made. Okay. And that has completely tanked. I think they said it made like $3 million or something. Wow. You know, over the opening weekend this past weekend. And um, then they had uh, the Monster Trucks movie, that like live action CGI yeah. kind yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, that thing had a $150 million budget uh-huh. and opened, like, pff, like $15 million this past weekend. Oh it was, gosh. like, terrible, you know? Yeah. So, so. It, you know, the the Rogue One has been hanging in there strong and, I think, stealing the thunder of a lot of these other movies. So. <laughs>
0: well, hey, you know, it was a good flick and yeah. it's good to see it getting the attention it deserved.
1: Yeah, because so many people really like to stand around and they tout, like, uh, you know, The Force Awakens was so great and everything. It was good. It was sure. well done. but. Sure. I'd never found it as innovative because it really was so similar to A New Hope, Mm -hmm. you know, where Rogue One is like such a unique story with such a unique brand of characters. um, And it's just really worked together well. You know,
0: it felt like something new for the first time in 30 years, you know? Absolutely, man. I I, I can't agree more with that. The movie was was a a very good breath of fresh air for the uh, Star Wars uh, franchise. So... Forward to seeing what they do next.
1: Yeah, definitely. But before we run off the topic of movies completely, there was one other piece of movie news that I was hoping to dive into real quick.
0: All right, let's dig in.
1: All right. Now, everybody loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. If you don't, well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You probably haven't watched them yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Most people have gone out and also checked out Doctor Strange.
0: Yes, right. I was, it was good. I yeah. saw it.
1: Now, Doctor Strange has a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty I mean, awesome. People are digging this movie. They're loving it. I've gone to, to the theater to see it, I think, three times now. <laughs> and every time something terrible happens, oh, and I can't no. make it to the theater.
0: It's that Friday the 13th coming back to haunt <laughs> It
1: you. was. We were going Friday the 13th weekend, yep, yep. and I had a terrible time. But um, I won't get into it. <laughs> but the... Um, you know, the, despite not being able to see it yet, you know, I've been seeing rave reviews about it and that people really like it. And they like it so much so that they're using it to kind of promote two other upcoming movies by announcing that Doctor Strange will not only be featured in, of course, the Avengers Infinity War that's mm-hmm. going to come out in 2019. Yep. I believe 19, right? Is yep, it? You got it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he's also slated to make an appearance in the upcoming Thor sequel, Ragnarok. Wow, that's the one that's coming out at the end of this year. Yeah, that's coming out in this November. You know, of course, it's going to feature Thor and Loki and all those guys and stuff. But not only is it going to have Doctor Strange, but it's, of course, also going to have the Incredible
0: Hulk. Yes, and I've actually been reading up on this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Apparently, like... They're doing all these little featurette kind of things on YouTube, yeah. That are kind of showing Thor what he's been doing. <laughs> yeah, Since, I've like, seen yeah, some of them. Oh, you did? Where like he <laughs> yeah, has like, uh, you know, he, the, the hammer has like a little bed and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He's like on vacation. <laughs> so yeah, I guess they're kind of pitching that this is going to be like a road trip movie okay, but through like the different dimensions so cool. they're not going to be on the road but it's going to be kind of, it's kind of that kind of feel yeah so. like they're traversing the nine realms yeah know? yeah in, in like a road trip kind of fashion <laughs> with said Loki Thor uh now Doctor Strange and Bruce Banner mm-hmm. slash Hulk which I have a feeling and I probably read a tidbit on this too but like in one of those realms I think we're going to get some Planet Hulk style action oh there, you awesome. know, where hulk's gonna come out because you know he's been so suppressed mm-hmm. and yeah it's it's probably not going to be pretty for the other uh <laughs> the other three but <laughs>
1: yeah well that that looks really good i know it's going to fill in a lot of the gaps like you said of people who are wondering why thor and hulk weren't around First, during civil yeah. war yep. you know and uh, of course like even the comic series was smart enough to pretty much sideline those two characters during the civil war because they're so powerful you know so thor and the hulk um really didn't play a super huge part like reed richards did make a clone of thor that makes (laughs) an appearance and like kills giant man and like all this kind of crazy stuff in the comics but you know kind of mirroring what they could and what they couldn't in the cinematic universe they did make the absence of those two characters very apparent So getting to see them together, like off on some kind of space quest together, (sighs) makes a lot of sense. And having Doctor Strange somehow involved probably through some kind of like astral projection really sounds like a a fun element to just kind of add in and kind of shake stuff up. And to kind of bridge the gap, I think, between what we consider the magic that Thor uses Mm -hmm. and the science of what Thor uses. Because now you have Thor with the magician and with the scientist. That's so, a good point. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah.
0: be cool to see where they split the line on that, on what's magic and what's science. Plus, the anim, you know, like the, I could see a lot of animosity building between Banner slash Hulk mm. and Loki. You know, last mm-hmm. time they met, you know, it didn't end so well for Loki. So it'll be. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling Loki's gonna keep his fucking mouth shut. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, definitely. Well, that's a, that's a lot of cool, uh, a lot of cool movie news, and we got the music news in there. Well, we got a little special tidbit uh for, for this round of uh, podunk news. Ooh, okay. Uh, what have actually, we got? I would say it'd be uh I wouldn't call it breaking local news, but definitely breaking local for Florida news. Nice. El Bandito, have you ever heard of Mike Busey and the Busey Babes? I have not, but I sound like I should have, doesn't it? <laughs> well Mike Busey, uh he's a he's a like a party um organizer. And he he lived in Orlando. okay. And he had this he had a house that was kind of like a a, a ranch style house, you know, okay. like it was like on on a lake and stuff like that. Well, he, I guess, him and a bunch of his friends started a good idea to go in and like totally remodel the house, put in stripper poles, put in <laughs> stages, put you know just all this crazy stuff, and it's become like world renowned and it's known as the Sausage Castle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this totally sounds like something I should know about. <laughs> I mean, they've done like you know girls gone wild shoots there, the insane mm-hmm. clown posse have visited, <laughs> nice. like there's just all kinds of stuff. Like actually, I think ICP visited, and then they invited. Like Mike Busey and, and his girls and all these like crazy freak show kind of people <laughs> that he hangs out with. Like to the gathering of the juggalos. Nice. So it's like, yeah, Mike Busey definitely has his hands in a lot of like wild, weird stuff. So this this guy like he's pretty much
1: the modern day the, the, the modern day like Marquis de Sade and he built his own Playboy
0: mansion here in Orlando. Exactly. <laughs> By no means was it like a mansion, but it's like this little <laughs> house and they They were constantly getting into trouble with the... uh, Osceola County. Okay. Like they, you know, they would do stuff like they'd build tiki bars and they're like, you can't build a tiki bar like, like a working tiki bar, like on your residence. Yeah, yeah. Like one time I read that they were trying to build a stage, like out on the like water, like on the lake. And they're like, you can't do this without like any kind of, you know, yeah, um, contracting uh, license, yeah, permits, permits. And stuff yeah. Like that. So I guess this guy was just like, well, fuck that. And, and when you see this dude too, you can see why he's like that. He's like, but you know, then he does like a lot of good, like he donates money to like, You know, uh, people in need. I'm sure he's probably hit up a lot of things on you caring and stuff so mm-hmm. he's a good-hearted guy he's let homeless people come stay at the sausage castle like um vets have been able to come in and like i guess like he gets them blow jobs and stuff <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's just a bunch of crazy debaucherous stuff but hey, i
1: don't understand why why would he bring in like pe- oh i'm thinking okay no never mind i'm thinking people who treat animals you oh, mean like no, military yeah, vets yeah and stuff. B- vets that okay. would be mistreated or yeah something. yeah bring them you said and, it was like a ranch so I <laughs> <computer>. oh. <laughs> it's
0: like well there is some sad news, and it is that the Sausage Castle is no longer with us. Oh, no. Did the yeah. county finally kick them out? Or? No, no. Last week... <laughs> out like a wednesday it, it just burned to the ground at like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning it burned to the ground <laughs> yeah like i mean, it, like like it's in, literally in ashes See, now
1: weren't we just spending the weekend last weekend one like talking about whether or not lube was flammable <laughs> yeah, after, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, i think I, we got our answer there it, it definitely
0: <laughs> seems very likely and, and let, let me say that you know um you know, he did owe, like, Osceola County, like, I think, like, $350,000 in fines. <laughs> so it, this could be a little bit of a debatable, like, you yeah. know, fire. Was it an
1: accident? Was it Yeah. So but they they haven't really said so far yeah. whether what they're considering the fire, if
0: it's arson or... I think it's so new that they're still, like, it's under investigation. Okay. But, hey, it doesn't keep Mike Busey down. Supposedly yeah. Supposedly, he's moved out of Osceola County to another county in Florida and... And he has opened up what he's deeming Sausage Castle 8, which I guess there was like <laughs> seven other incarn incant, you know, like the versions of this. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, I've, I'd only heard about the one, but hey, but I guess it is an actual like mansion. Okay. Like now he's he's made enough money off of this crazy stuff. that Well, he yeah, if you don't pay your fines, it's yeah. easy to find
1: the money to buy a mansion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I, I think you started like a porno site or something. But gotcha. either way, the, the breaking news is that the infamous Sausage Castle in Orlando is no more. Oh, wow. So burn to the ground, huh? And yes. And one last little quick... News blip in there to kind of you know finish off the the sausage castle mm-hmm. is that I'm sure the guys who you know visit the sausage castle or the residents of the sausage castle would love this show, but uh, the Beavis and Butthead complete collection. Is being released on DVD this upcoming February, so that's all the episodes, nice. all the specials. They've done some DVD releases before, mm-hmm. but it was missing this or that. It was sure. the stuff Mike Judge didn't want people to see. So, but this is everything. Is so. is it, it going to include the original show and like the new episodes they put yep, out? The new episodes that came cool. out a few years ago. I think it, I think it even comes with the movie. Oh, you know? nice! So, I mean, it's like everything, all their little Thanksgiving specials mm-hmm. and Christmas and stuff. That so. was
1: actually like a great movie. I remember. I it was fun. I, yeah. I like had only seen the show a handful of times, and then I saw the movie on HBO or something yep. one night. Yep. You know, and right away, you know, I'm like, dude, is that Bruce Willis? Like, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> and Demi Moore. Yeah. Was there, was there, yeah, they were married at the time, mm-hmm. and they, oh, yeah, that was. That that was a trip, man.
1: It, oh, it was, it, was a lot it, of fun. that was a super good movie though, but like solid. It had a good plot,
0: a good oh, yeah, arc. Like it yeah. all made sense. Mike so, Judge, he's he's I mean he's great. You know, think about yeah. Idiocracy, Office Space. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's got he's yeah, got King some, of the Hill, King of the I Hill. Mean, everyone yep.
1: connects with that. It's like a sitcom thing. You know, everyone can find something to relate to in that show.
0: You know it, man. Well. You know, that brings us to the end of a extra long version of Podunk <laughs> News. But, you know, it's a really hopping January, and we wanted to get that all out to you. So, hope everybody enjoyed that. But I think it's about time for our next musical break. What do you think, El Bandito? I think that sounds good to me. Who have we got? We've got the Lab Rats with Devil Train.
1: Woo woo.
2: Was lurking a slight twilight breeze would ease in through the curtains at night. It's like the sermon of a twisted apparition was urging him to listen to the drain in the distance. At first it wasn't intense, just one little instance. Sure it didn't occur, he turned to resist as if it wasn't much more than just a figment of his imagination. But for days it was persistent and it went. church to ask him what was up with this disastrous curse but bad with the worst he came back three days after no money in his wallet and his shirt on backwards stumbling walk, off when he called out for his daughter he split, the last lesson he taught her was this: If you ever have a son, let him know that his granddad loved him. But by the time that he's grown, sure he should have seed his sown deep down into his dome. Don't ever ever walk to the train tracks alone. With that, he backed up, reached out for his jacket, told her not to act up and crack up laughing. After all that happened, he left never to be seen. Fifteen years later, swim. His dad lived a life people can't understand went from a family man to rambling man A gambling man to burn both ends of a candle folded his hand in it was too hot to handle dripping off of my face the world creeped as i slipped to the awfulest place you could imagine not the average things you see on acid my granddad bloody hovering on a speaker cabinet laughing in a raspy tone covered in maggots a snack on his mass with the bone i couldn't grasp it did it double dismount off of the couch flipped out the closest window i found then i dipped out suddenly i discovered little voices mumbling up in my head it had me wondering what was not my mother said back when i was younger it had my brain racked as i stumbled off of the night towards the train tracks through the dark with the buzz. I figured I should walk. That'll leave me off of these drugs. It's like a shark had to keep moving. It's that to be ruined. If I sat still, I was doomed and that wasn't doing. So I marched through the park, slow gone like Dark. No, The sparkle of the starlight glowed like charcoal. Despite my demeanor, the night seemed more serene than a morphing fiend. in the morgue seemed like I'd lost it. That was when my grandpa's carcass emerged from the dark. Gurgling his words of carnage, but he couldn't talk. Something about the birth of sadness. I scurried off. I was on the verge of Madness. I raced fast pace, and the landscape was strange like a plane parallel to this one But rearranged, came to a slope that was steep, begging for sleep As I climbed up, taking my focus off of the creeps a foggy distance I saw a silhouette that got bigger as I stepped the train tracks were wet I saw a shiny grin from afar like it was happy this is what he said as he started to walk past me. it's a nice night for a walk would you mind if I joined you do what you want to do well, that's great because I'm going to and not to annoy you but see I really have to ask what a young dude like you's doing out by the tracks you waiting on a train? Nah, man, let me explain. Right. I'm out of my business, so maybe you should do the same. I've just been a witness to something sick and sadistic, so twistily disgusting. You should feel real lucky you missed it. Ooh, easy with your tongue, try to listen carefully. What you've seen's scary, but nothing when to me. I can show you things to paint all your dreams wanting. I can make you screaming for one. Or I can be the bee in your body, your best friend forever. price your soul. All the money you can fold, power that you can hold, I'll put you in control. Only if you're down to roll down these train tracks tonight. But where are we gonna go? Sitting by the
0: That was the lab rats with Devil Train. Oh man, talk about a spooky song! What'd you think of that one, El Bandito? That was definitely a pretty wicked song. I mean, especially
1: watching the the video to
0: it, uh-huh. like I
1: like the kind of stylistic all black and white that it was. Oh yeah, it just really gives it that creep factor, you know. And I like like the disappearing trains and you know, sure, ghostly sure. figure. almost the like kind of Slender Man feel to it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like the figure at the end of the video who's been haunting the guy the whole video mm-hmm. you know he's the devil but yeah he has that like mask on and he's kind of mm-hmm. creepy and stuff. what's really funny is that video was recorded like way back in 2006 really wow yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a almost like a youtube original there yeah yeah no doubt <laughs> but um yeah you know lab rats like they kind of got together you know this um you know uh lyrical musician and and this drummer and they put this all together and that's why a lot of their songs like have kind of like an almost old school kind of feel like an old school beat to it and stuff like that sure like it sounds like something you'd hear in like the 1920s and yeah they, they put out an album and you know a few eps and stuff and then they ended up breaking up mm. well you know i guess they back in those days they they're able to jump their stuff on to pandora and spotify and you know itunes and nice. stuff so i it's almost like an artist, you know, you know, who who or an author who whose stuff gets more recognized after their band or or they're 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 deceased or done mm-hmm. with it. You know, now now more people probably listen to the Lab Rats today than, you know, back when they were actually still doing their stuff. But they went on to like form other groups and stuff. So. I always liked their tunes, so bring them here to the power hour so other people can hear them. Heck yeah. You're giving people a little bit of a blast from the past there, so you know it, man. You know it. Plus it all kind of goes bedding in with the uh you know, like you said, like the starts of, you know, YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, throw they a little pretty soon we'll be playing some Taze on Day with Chocolate Rain on here. <laughs> That's a throwback right there, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, that's going back a minute. But uh, <laughs> just, just the other
1: day, I, I know I said something. I was with this uh, you know, sexy woman, uh, and we were out and about. And I remember I made her a proposition. And uh, you know, I was kind of standing a few feet behind her. And she turned and looked at me. And I told her, I said, you know, you did that exactly like that dramatic gopher from YouTube. <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, 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 so I was
1: like, I'm going to go ahead and
0: say that's a no to butt stuff then. But okay, we'll move uh, on. <laughs> It's good that you can pick up on all those signals and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: they're very subtle signals of a woman, I can tell.
0: Well, here, let's, you know, (laughs) I know we got to throw out some smoke signals for these upcoming events that we have in the the next few weeks because they're awesome. Oh, definitely. Let's do it. So what's coming up? Okay, well, on Friday, January 20th, we have the Standing Rock Benefit, which is going to take place at the Warrior Bar in Tallahassee. Nice. So some panhandle action for once, huh? Absolutely, man. We're going to have Stormgate from Tennessee with Alchemist, Bad Blood, Storm the Gates, and many more. I'm sure it's going to be an awesome show to check out. Absolutely. You know, and and that's the Standing Rock, like the monument that they're building? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what the a, benefit's yeah. for? Yep. And it's it's benefit for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the pricing and stuff's gonna be, but you That's know, it's okay. in Tallahassee, you know, lots of lots of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you're there in there Tallahassee, is. you got money, go see it. <laughs> but if you're a little more in like the uh, South Florida area, we have an event going on that same night on Friday, January 20th. And this one's gonna be really cool. Morbid Movies is putting on their next set in the uh in the grindhouse series, which is gonna be the classic Nightmare on Elm Street 3. The dream warriors.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's a classic right there, you know? Getting to sneak around into people's dreams
0: like your little green berets. <laughs> Going there finding all your friends behind enemy lines and saving their lives. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it, man. And you know, then you got Freddy Krueger running around with his claws and mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, that was always one of my favorites. I I, I like the third one, you know, that's when like the kids start getting, like, yeah. powers and stuff. Well, well that's and, the one where Freddy kind of gets, like, he's he's really
1: making, like, the quips and stuff like yeah, that. Like,
0: yeah, before that, they were trying to kind of keep him, like, as a dark
1: character. Yeah, like, he was scary. And then it, it almost evolved into the sense that Freddy Krueger was killing so many people that it was just, like, fun for him now. And he just, yeah. you know, it wasn't about, like, oh, I'm going to
0: terrify and kill people. He was just like, dude, this is awesome. Ha <laughs> <You know? laughs> ha You know what's funny is not to take away from the event, but just kind of adds to it. I recently read through some of the original script written by Wes Craven. He didn't direct, you know, he directed the original, Mm -hmm. but he wrote the script for, for part three and it was vastly different to what finally came out. Really, Like, I mean, Freddie was kind of like really vulgar and they kind of played a little more on that whole, like, you know child molester kind of thing like they sure. kind of did in that remake later yeah on. yeah that remake was dark oh yeah i, I didn't like it at all you know and, mm-hmm. and but yeah like it was just very different i mean it still had nancy and some mm-hmm. of the other kids and stuff but yeah like even the way you just killed some of the kids was just much more macabre than mm-hmm. like i mean don't get me wrong some of those scenes you know the girl going through the you know tv and the guy like falling off the bill you know they're pretty dark in their own spots but yeah like if you if you're ever out there searching for something to read, check out the original script, uh, "Nightmare on Elm Street" uh, three. Oh, very
1: cool! Yeah, it's nice to live in that sort of age where we can check out some of the old scripts and kind of see oh, how yeah. they differed and the changes they made because sometimes you read some really wild stuff about how they changed movies like during the course of production and you think to yourself, man, how on earth would they
0: have pulled off the stuff that they put in the script? You know? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> one one scene I want to mention, I don't even think it's a character that made it into the final movie, but there's a guy who actually like turns into like a gargoyle with like drills for him, you know, because they okay. can transform into stuff. And like Freddy turns into like this like, or oh, no, I'm sorry, he turns into a gargoyle and then Freddy turns into a crow and then the guy turns into like a net and then Freddy turns into like a bulldozer with like a big like, you know, uh, drill on the front and, okay. s- and drills into the guy killing him. <laughs> and then Freddy's like, screw you, you know, and I'm so just t- like, t- totally a la Total Recall. Right yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I think that's where they got the idea from. But I was just like, I'm kind of glad that didn't get made. You yeah, think about Think about how bad that would have looked. I mean, it would have looked terrible. Like, there's oh, no totally. way in 1987 they couldn't <laughs> have pulled it off. But that, speaking of 1987, you know, the, the morbid movie movie showing is also the 30th anniversary. So get out there. Check it out. You know, it's the usual 9.30 start time, uh, $10 at the door. First 100 people in get a button and a raffle ticket. So Come on out. The last time they showed Nightmare on Elm Street, it completely sold out, so you might want to look at buying advanced tickets as well. But, yeah, it's it's going to be a good time.
1: Yeah, it's always a blast down at Morbid
0: Movies, so thanks for making it work. Absolutely. Well, then on January 27th, which is the following Friday, we've got a very special treat for the St. Lucie County Treasure Coast area. The, The famous Dead Kennedys... Are going to be invading the inlet in Fort Pierce. Ooh. Tickets are on presale right now for $20. They're going to be $30 the day of the show. Uh, the uh, opening acts are Reagan's Youth, Church Girls, and Break the Hero. So got some real local talent in Heck there. Heck yeah, well. definitely. You know,
1: getting Break the Hero and Church Girls on there is, is quite an awesome like lineup. And then, oh, you know, yeah. Like Reagan's youth and the dead Kennedys. I mean, you can't get more presidential than that. Absolutely. <laughs> oh,
0: I, I saw some. Uh, even though Jello Biafra is no longer in Dead Kennedys, he was recently in Florida, mm-hmm. and I saw some of his uh, some video from his his performance. And if you want to, if you want to hear someone who's not happy with the current, uh, you know, setup for this country, like go, 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 check out Jello Biafra because he's he's definitely got an earful.
2: (laughs)
1: Even still, considering you know the Kennedys and the Reagans, like you would think they wouldn't really work together. But good point. Hey, they're representing everybody, so it doesn't matter if you put a D in the column or an R in the column. You can come on down and probably enjoy one of the two acts
0: or both. No, but that, that it's it's a cool, you know, like you said, parallel. That mm-hmm. I don't even really recognize, you know, the Kennedys and the Reagans. I just think <laughs> of them, you know. I immediately know like them as the bands, you know. But that that's that's it- a cool, you know way to look at it. it you know? I
1: mean, it just goes to show you how all of these things tie in because, you know, even earlier tonight we were talking about Andrew Cuomo, whose yep. wife is a Kennedy.
0: So there you go. It all oh, comes round and round. Very, <laughs> very good tidbit right there. No, that's, that's good to know. But yes, definitely the Inlet on January 27th you got to go out and check it out. Dead Kennedys in St. Lucie County, no less. Who yeah. would ever thought that was going to happen? I know they're playing all throughout yeah. Florida, but that it doesn't a, mean it's that a they, special yeah. treat for
1: yeah. us to get yeah. them to come to our town. So absolutely, let's make be awesome. sure
0: we get out there and
1: show them the love at the Inlet in Fort Pierce. Twenty dollars, you know, in advance. Thirty dollars at the door. Six thirty p.m. You know, if for nothing else, go out there and support Break the Hero and the Church Girls. Go see the Dead Kennedys. Definitely catch Reagan's youth. It's going to be an amazing night.
0: Absolutely, Al Bandito. And with that being said, it's time to roll into our final musical break of the night. We have ah, Professor Shy Guy, our old buddy, with the song The Fool. That was Professor Shy Guy with The Fool. Oh, that was a really cool track. Everything, you know, Shy Guy does always sounds really pro.
1: Oh, yeah, he's definitely no fool, man. He's got lots of style, charisma, and that just pours out into his music, and you end up with a bunch of fantastic stuff.
0: Absolutely, man. And, you know, just recently, uh, at the beginning of the month, he was uh, showcased at MAGFest, Hmm. which is the country's leading uh um, you know ner- like gun expo <laughs> <laughs> no no the leading uh video game music and cool. you know, like festival you know we used to have one here in in florida you okay. know that was kind of like the top dog but now that's uh, located up in maryland and oh, I, guess, wow. I supposedly the story goes is that they kind of started up the same time and like you know so they've kind of been running you know almost like you know brother sister kind of deal Okay. but um yeah now they kind of take that over and it's always in January, which I don't, you know, I mean, that's, that's a tough sell, you know, sure. I mean, it's right after the holidays and Yeah. Stuff,
1: people but. don't have a lot of money right after Christmas and stuff like that to be going out to shows and just partying it up and sure. all that. So
0: but I guess they do it up there and I guess it's, it's a real, you know, the party continues, which yeah. is really funny because I remember being at Nerdapalooza 2012, which was at the Beecham mm-hmm. with, you know, we were there. And I remember we met Shy Guy. Yeah. And, like, he he was, like, opening up at, like, what, like 11.30 in the morning mm-hmm. or something? And he's giving us stickers and stuff. So that was, like, his first appearance there. And then a few years later, like we've said, like, he went on to, like, yeah. The, I didn't uh, realize that was his first appearance there because I remember within
1: a few short years he was like getting an award at the end of the event yeah. for being like you were in
0: like every everyone's set, like everywhere. It was just really cool to see his evolution, you know what I mean? Like as as you know, like I said, not that we mm-hmm. were like, Oh, well, you know, you're just playing at eleven thirty. And we were like, Yeah, we'll check it out and you know, I think we were kinda like, Yeah, we checked out like two or three songs and we we're like, Yeah, we need to get beer. You <laughs> know, even though it was only eleven yeah. thirty, we were like, Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I remember it being eleven thirty and we were like uh i think doing shots with funky 49 of that strawberry quick and we were like dude this guy's
0: awesome (laughs) absolutely man but yeah definitely great stuff from professor shy guy i know he's got some upcoming event dates on his on his facebook page Mm -hmm. you go check it out there are various cons and stuff like that throughout the uh the country so yeah get out there and check them out absolutely well, El Bandito, I think it's, you know, coming to that time, man, where we got to say goodbye for this week. Yeah, this episode seems to have come and gone very quick, and,
1: you Absolutely. know, we always hate to come quick, but <laughs>
0: it's time for us to get gone, so. And once again, if we could say, you know, we're the uh, number one downloaded show on McPatch's media, and we just mm-hmm. want to thank you guys again for all the support. Yeah, thank you for
1: making us the most downloaded show on the, on the Podbean and on McPatch's radio, so, You know, just keep it up. We hope to keep providing you with fun and entertaining things that are worth downloading. So if you want to help us out, feel free to hit us up at gmail.com. Send us your questions about love or about video games. Send us about your events or exciting things going on or anything you want to talk to us about. We'll make sure to holler back at you. We'll get your questions answered live on the air. And we'll have lots
0: of fun, new, exciting stuff coming real soon. Till next week, you guys have a great time. Yeah.
2: Things were going so great, but what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you.
0: (laughs) that (laughs) a divorce.